perfectly aged whiskey and a fine cigar. Paired with the camaraderie of friends, these two things capture the elegance and sophistication of a true gentleman. This is the Whiskey Smoke with Iwante Curry, a show that celebrates whiskeys, cigars, and the lifestyle that goes with it. Visit thewhiskeysmoke.com and follow the Whiskey Smoke on Instagram. The Whiskey Smoke with your host, Iwante Curry. Hey everybody, welcome again to the Whiskey Smoke. Today we're going to talk about suits and whiskey and dressing like a gentleman. Today we have Savis Taubai. He's going to be talking about custom suits. He's the premier clothier here in Houston, Texas. With that being said, hey man, let's take it away. Tell us about yourself. Well, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Of you course. want to say? I think there's not enough of this uh, genre of media here in town. Definitely, uh, you know. Houston needs to bring gentlemen back. That's all I have to say. Uh, looks like you're doing a great job with it. I'm still fascinated at your card. I keep flipping it over. I mean, it's I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you've you've been creative, and so for those of you who can't see us, he has a card, and on the back of his card, there's a tie hanging down the middle, and he folds the card in the middle, and there's two lapels for a shirt, and you take something and you put your twist on it, whether mm-hmm. it's whiskey, whether it's suits, whether it's anything you. Put your twist on it. And speaking of putting your twist on things, how did you get into this? It's a good question. Uh, well, let's start. Let's reverse engineer a little bit further. I grew up Persian in Houston. Uh, there's a whole lot of kind of a dress to impress mentality. You know, I couldn't tell you how many black suits I used to wear at the clubs and whatnot and got into throwing Persian parties. So it was always about, you know, first impressions for me. And then I always had a passion for creativity. I didn't grow up with the opportunity to have music in my life like I wanted to. So I became a producer and started managing artists as I was uh, in sales at 24 Hour Fitness. That's where I got my first little people skills. Started promoting events, concerts, performed all over from coast to coast. And, um, uh, you know, managing myself, which is the biggest challenge. You know, you're, on your, you're your own worst critic. And fast forward, you know, kind of settled down, got my first kid on the way. I had to get a big boy job again instead of working for myself. I got into marketing and advertising, really struggled with working for somebody. So I broke off on my own, took my biggest clients with me. And long story short, my second kid was just born. I love you girls. (laughs) And uh, I put my resume back out there. I was looking for more stability with the growing of settling down, if you will. And um, I put my resume out there and I got approached by a custom clothing company a little under three years ago. So I got approached and I was like, man, I haven't done retail since I was a kid. But then I really dove in and did my research on it. I really fell in love with the concept of this, you know, because I thought I was the best dressed guy in a room until I go into a room full of nothing but best dressed guys I've ever met uh, at the showroom. And it was just amazing to see the level of detail. The devil is really in the details. Oh, yes. And everything. That, right. uh, that you get what is, you pay for. You get what you pay for. Um, you know, every little thread has a code number, every little part of uh, the construction and 
how many hands touch every garment that gets made from just the jacket alone, how many people put their focus into it and why it takes so much time and why it is an investment as opposed to an off the rack. So I just fell in love with that whole concept. You know, nothing fit me off the rack at that time. My dad bought kicked in at full effect and I was just kind of struggling and I just fell in love with the type of industry that it was and the type of people that you come across. Um, you know, yeah, you might have your, your, your snooties every once in a while, mm-hmm. but the thing I love about working for myself through Harrison Howard, I'm very selective on who I choose to work with at the same time. So I love that I'm not an order taker. I am a consultant mm-hmm. and I will consult to make sure the client and the individual who becomes a, well, once I measure you, we're going to become really close friends <laughs> after right. that. And um, it's just the way that uh, you build these relationships and you grow with these people. And I prepare them for any situation, whether a special night out, a corporate event, a formal uh, event. I'm or, trying to get a new date. Trying to get a new date, mm-hmm. uh, having that night out, you know, trying to get to that night out. Um, uh, you know, the most formal events are just, a, you know, a linen suit for a Jamaican wedding. You know, I've done several different garments for several different people. And the thing I love the most about it is that it changed my life. It really did. It changed my clothing, changed my life. It, you know, you build my confidence. It, when clothes fit better, they look nicer. They feel more comfortable. They last longer. And that's really what it ultimately comes down to. Instead of the instant gratification, gentlemen take their time. They have interest gaining in the banks and their vehicles. So it's the same concept with clothing. Take your time, get it done right, as opposed to, oh, shoot, I got to go to the club tonight. Let me go to the mall real quick. That is not how a gentleman operates anymore. Right. And I love that you mentioned the gentlemanly standard and things like that and Mm -hmm. how things are, how you take your time with things. That all goes back to whiskey. Mm. There are so many hands that touch a barrel of whiskey before the end product is put in bottles and there are so many hands that touch a cigar before it's put in the final box to deliver and for us to consume and enjoy but I want to touch on a few things that you talked about earlier so far as the confidence because a lot of times people don't understand how it is to walk in the room and you know your suit is cheap Mm -hmm. and then you see all these well-dressed men but Tell us about how that clothing builds your confidence when you walk in the room with other guys, because you mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, when clothes fit better. But how do I get that confidence by coming to a consultant like yourself? Okay, well, I mean, it is a little challenging at first, especially if you've never done it before. I know even in the business, when I got my first one in the works, I was so indecisive about what to get done. And when you're in the business, you're usually your own clothier. So it's kind of harder to consult on yourself, especially when you haven't done it. But once you kind of just put some skin in the game and you get that first one in the works, that's whenever um, you you have that comfort level as well as that comfort level of wearing it. Just have faith. People spend thousands and thousands of dollars on clothing that doesn't fit, and then they go and get it fitted. I recommend if it's never me, it doesn't matter. Just get something handmade mm-hmm. one of these days. And once you do that and you wear it for a couple of weeks or here and there, and you see, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's kind of a, a, the long haul. It's the patient game that you have to wait for. But once you get it in a, and you're wearing it and you walk into a room, when you handshake somebody, you'll notice the difference almost instantly. You get, it's not about being snooty and you know uh, dressing to impress, but it is about making the right first impression. And that's what I make my clients do for any situation. It's all about those first impressions. Yeah, you never get a chance to make a second one. That's right. I found myself over the years, I buy lots of accessories Mm -hmm. and I wish that there was a guide for men and like how not to waste money on things because you think that, okay, maybe I'll go middle of the road and Mm -hmm. then this will be sufficient. And then later on down the line, you figure out, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have wasted my money on that. 
Could I get a little, if you don't mind? Hey, there's a lot of whiskey on the table. You're at home. Which You're one, amongst friends. Which one was I uh, sipping earlier? Uh, we started off with the Colila. The Colila. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just keep it consistent. I'll okay. keep it consistent. All right. Thank you, sir. I'll do that pour again. Hold on just for the... I got you. Oh, there yeah. it is. Here we go. Go, 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 go. Yeah, <laughs> of course. We're back to talking about so, suits. So, um, I mean, think about let's, let's Let's talk about the first impression, right? What makes a first impression before you, you even do that handshake, no matter who you're talking to, where the situation, an interview, a business meeting, a uh, engagement dinner, no matter what it is, the in-laws, no matter what the situation is, what is the first thing that people look at as you're walking up to that other individual, a networking event, what have you? What's the first thing that they look at? They obviously look from, they look up, make the eye contact, then, and then they start from the bottom. They start from the bottom, from especially the, the ladies. Yeah. They start with the shoes. So yeah. I don't understand how gentlemen, so I used to do marketing for urban clothing and stuff like that in the past, but I don't know how gents can be out there wearing, you know, four or $500 Jordans and then they buy nothing but units to match and they're all off the rack. They're all t-shirts. They're all, all this stuff. They end up being PJs in a couple of months. But what I don't understand is, I mean, I get it. It's cool. You know, whoop de woo. I don't. I don't get it either. Get but it. Uh, but I understand where it came from. I get that part. It's great marketing, great advertising. But if you spend four to five hundred dollars on some Jordans and get everything else to match, and then they get old after the next week because the new ones come out, you have to keep up with the Jordanses, and it just becomes a. a a terrible stigma that I don't understand. You can spend the same amount on some nice custom or even just off the rack, good handmade leather shoes. Like we actually make, we actually make handmade Spanish leather shoes. So you can wear that, get some nice reinforcements on it, go to a cobbler locally, get the, the leather grips on the bottom, the taps. It'll last a lot longer. It won't wear as much. Just keep it shining. Every once in a while you go to the airport, you go get a Mr. Car Wash, you go to a cigar lounge, you go to specs, you go to specs, you yeah. get your shoes shined real yeah. quick, you know? So, it's that maintenance and upkeep. That's the investment that I'm speaking of in general. It's the investment. I've had some shoes for like four years that I just take care of, put the cedar shoe trees in, and my, my, they still look pretty decent. You know, you know so. I love that. You know, the whole thing about it, let's just let me put this disclaimer out there. I'm not knocking a sneakerhead. I've never been one. I've always loved shoes, and I'm a little bit weird like that. Mm-hmm. I always love loafers and, you know, dressy shoes. But it's a ritual when you start getting involved in a gentlemanly process mm-hmm. to go go somewhere so you can specifically have your shoes shine. Yes. That's a good feeling that someone you're paying someone to give you a, a good shoe shine mm-hmm. and you walk out with a new confidence and it's only costing you about ten bucks. Right. But you feel so much better. And then I've had shoes that going on I say about sixteen years now. Wow. And I've sent them in, Johnson and Murphy's I sent them to get okay. resold. And I was just like, Wow, this shoe is never gonna die. Yeah. You know, and it cost me a fraction of the price to get them resold mm-hmm. and it would to be a new pair of shoes. So I don't know. I just love that when you make an investment, mm-hmm. it continues, you know, you continue to reap the benefits for right. it. Right. Yeah. And the there's best. nothing like a, a well-worn shoe that yeah. feels comfortable, you know? Yeah. That you broke in, you've, yeah. you've invested time in, you know, the best investment anyone could ever make is in themselves. Mm-hmm. Be the best shoe that you can be in order to make the world better. It's yeah. Definitely. Part of my daily affirmations with the kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Instill it in them young and yeah. let them repeat it as they grow older. That's right. That's right. So, why whiskey, man? I, I see you have affinity to scotch, and we have a, a great selection here on the table. We have, looks like, four bottles of scotch and two bottles of bourbon, and you chose scotch, Alf. I mean, I'm, a, I'm just, it's just what it is. I, I can't explain it. Uh, scotch, it's like you, you said, it's got to be aged a certain time limit to be considered. It's got to be 
there's so much heart and passion that's put into it. And I take that seriously, you know, and, and in essence, I love Lafroig, I love Oban, I love uh, uh, the simple ones like Glenn Morangi as well. Like, you know, I love I love them all in between. And it's, you know, something you can sip on. You take your time. And that's what I love. And you keep it neat. Uh, you can put a rock in it if you need to, if it's been a longer day. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's something about scotch and like you, it's an experience as opposed to just, you know, you know, getting some drink at the club at the well and, you know, right. cranberry soda, right. cranberry Coke and vodka. And, you know, there's something to appreciate about craftsmanship. Some, yeah. You know, when when people's hands and hard work are involved in something, it just makes me appreciate it even more. And I like leather goods. I like, mm-hmm. you know, accessories, watches, you know, belts, things like that. When when we talk about craftsmanship and everything being handmade, you make everything that goes with the process. You mm-hmm. you have the suits. You make the. You, I see you have designs on the on the cuffs of the shirt. Yeah. You know. I, I see there's a a fit a fit there's button. A, Tell us about that. Okay. So, so the, yeah, the devil is in the details, right? So the way I like to design most of my suits, I switch them up every time. I'll even put a saying under each collar. That's something I'll know. I'll be at a happy hour and I'll just pop my collar up, and it'll be the catchphrase of the night. That's usually how I come up with the next ones, honestly. <laughs> but uh, you were saying about accessories earlier, right? So typically what I'll do nowadays is, um, like just like our packages, right? You get a suit, you get a couple of shirts. Either we, we engineer it from the shirt first or from the suit first, the suit fabric first. So I'll typically make that package all match, mm-hmm. right? And, and accessories included. Our typical package comes with two accessories, two shirts, and that suit, right? So once you do that... I make both shirts match the details of the jacket okay. and the, the trousers and uh, the accessories to match them as well, like the cufflinks or the belt that might be or the ties that we carry, um, what have you. We even have wallets and colognes and all that stuff. It's, it's a pretty amazing uh, one-stop shop. We want to be the one person to design your whole wardrobe, wardrobe architect, if you will. Okay. Uh, so, so, for example, this, this uh, suit here, I did the... The gray lining. I like to keep it a little neutral, especially for my staples. So this is just my navy suit, my everydayer. If you don't have a navy suit, that's the first one you should get. If you have one and it's not custom, that's the one we're going to replace first. Typical recommendation, right? And um, what I did is uh, I kept it neutral. I did the gray trimming right here. These are called surgeon's cuffs. It's customary, if you will, to leave that last one undone. And then I like to have a little fun and trim it out, usually matching the lining. There's a slight little silver in the mini check that you probably can't see, but it looks solid from a distance, but there's a small pattern up close, right? So that's what I like. Uh, I have all these- Subtle characteristics. Little subtle devil in the details, right? So whenever I'm approaching somebody at their desk or what have you, a client I'm meeting with, then they can really pinpoint and see it when you're up close and intimate in this level, right? And mm-hmm. then I always leave that last one undone. I actually did all these navy buttons and sewed them all with that same gray thread. And we did a gray paisley lining underneath. And I always monogram my my, my alias here, Sway. And I see your name. It's custom sewn in the fabric. It, yeah, it's got. if it's not meant for me, I mean, nobody can steal this from me and fit it. It's only meant for my body. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, I'm going to alter it to make sure it fits again, <laughs> depending on Thanksgiving dinner, right? Right. This is the Whiskey Smoke with Yuante Curry. Get more whiskey and scar news, trends, reviews, and more at thewhiskeysmoke.com. You're listening to the Whiskey Smoke on Vinyl Draft Radio. 
Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Salviz, also known as Sway. Hello, hello. Custom clothier here in Houston. Uh, so I see that you market yourself all the time, and you market yourself not only you know with the clothes that you wear, but mm-hmm. you market yourself with the way you stand out with your card, with your social media, mm-hmm. you know, even with the glasses you have on. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is attention to detail. Tell us how you got to that level of attention to detail, because a lot of gentlemen don't know where to start and. What I want to do is bring information every time we have a show right. to guys that, you know, wouldn't ordinarily dive off into something. What's what's the, the purpose of the self-promotion so much? I love it, though. I mean, that's just the way of the world. If you if you um, I'll even quote uh, Gary Fee, just create. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Just create. Uh, you have to start somewhere uh, slowly but surely, uh, you know, go back, reset your, your, your imagery and kind of delete what you had in the past. And that doesn't make sense for who you're trying to be now. You know, I've, go, I've been through a lot. I've gone through a lot. I'm going through so much all the time. And everyone is. So it's where you're headed that matters. It's where you're focused on and who is looking at you. And by that, I mean my, my children, right? My mm-hmm. wife and my kids. It's all I'm worried about, who I am to them. Mm-hmm. And I want to be the men that they end up wanting to date one day. You know what I mean? Right. So with that imagery, I you know, back in the club business, I was going ham all the time. It was kind of crazy. And that's how I got good at marketing. And this is, I'm talking MySpace days. And, oh, yeah, uh, way back. Yeah, yeah, way back. And then before their phones took selfies, you know, I had the camera at the clubs and we were all taking it. And I would tag everyone's logo because I learned through the music game. How do you become a fan of an artist like, say, Jay-Z and then Lil Wayne? They mm-hmm. did a collab together. Now, all of a sudden, both of their fans merge right. a lot more in depth, you know, and people didn't realize that. And um, that networking creating a mesh. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what I that's I use that concept. I ran with it with my my marketing. So all those logos I tag for all the all the uh, club promoters and all the club owners and the sponsors, I put all their logos involved. And I got good at that. Because I knew once their people see it and tag them all on Facebook and all that stuff, then we would merge the the crowd and then we would become more one. And that's what I want to do. I'm all about bringing people together. So no matter what business I'm going to be in, I am a middleman that's glorified. And I want, as soon as I meet somebody, they tell me what they do. I don't think about selling them clothing. I think about who I can introduce them to. Okay. Because if they become more successful. So do you. So do I. By proximity. By proximity and by the circle of influence that we've created. Right. That's my whole dream. Pour yourself another and follow us on Instagram at The Whiskey Smoke. The Whiskey Smoke with Yuante Curry. The Whiskey Smoke with Yuante Curry, brought to you by El Cubano Cigars, blended by Cubans, handmade in Texas. Smooth like a nicely aged bourbon. We're back to The Whiskey Smoke on Vinyl Draft Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Salviz, also known as Sway. Hello, hello. Custom clothier here in Houston. Uh, so I met this guy at a McAllen event, and I was going in McAllen, and the first thing on my mind was having a drink and taking a picture with an expensive bottle of whiskey. It was generally on my mind. I saw all this whiskey mm-hmm. lined up. And then, lo and behold, this guy asked me, Where'd you get that jacket made? <laughs> and, and that was a question I never heard before. Like, who asked this before? So it was kind of weird. So I went with it. I was like, well, my wife got it for me. Uh-huh. And then we sit up there and we talked. And I actually put my wife's, uh, me and my wife's anniversary on the board. And we talked about uh-huh. it. And 
we just kept in touch and we've What's been that? you know talking ever since so tell me about that process i mean tell me why me i mean ah why me i saw you and you saw me and there were other guys there what what made me stand out that day i was paying attention to your detail because you had like some accessories i believe you were wearing a pin as well and uh, the way you made it look, uh, and it was surprising that it wasn't uh, handmade, it wasn't custom, just because the, how much detail that you put into your outfit, especially for that lovely Scotch event. Scotch just brought people together, and I right. love Scotch because of that. Um, but um, uh, it was mostly the, the vibe, the energy. You had a good vibe about you. Um, you know, everyone has their issues, but we all grow from it. And then I can tell that you've grown a lot and you got a lot of character. And I wanted to grow by getting to know you better. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? So uh, that aura was there. So that's, that's usually who I approach. If okay. I can if I can have a fun time with somebody, that's usually who I want to do business with. Yeah. I don't like working and it being annoying. and <laughs> You know what I mean? I like to have fun while I work. So it right. goes by faster and I enjoy what I do. So it's usually who I like to target. Yeah. People I could get along with. So we were talking during the break. We were talking about cologne and how, you know, you walk in a room, you smell 10 guys mm-hmm. wearing the same thing. And there's no differentiation between this guy and the next guy. And then all of a sudden it's just a bunch of cologne and somebody oversprayed and all this. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Why do so many guys just fall into the same pattern and, and, and not be different? You know, like I put a post on Instagram that said, be different, dream different, speak different, dress different. But all times be a gentleman but some guys just don't know how i mean mm-hmm. for me i don't want to sound arrogant and nothing i really don't but i just don't like when i'm wearing the same thing someone else is wearing i like right. to be different that's i mean that's where it comes down to that investing in yourself really um take the time you know just usually people will wear something they got as a gift that you know like that's kind of a standard thing my mom would always give me a, a for christmas a cologne every year every year it was consistent so uh, and then now we, that's how I switch it up, you know, basically. And then now we have our own fragrance. So that's usually what I'm wearing. And it's a very good, healthy fragrance. It's not pungent. It's not alcohol smelling. It's a eau de toilette. And it's just a... Exclusive? It's exclusive. It is our own brand. It's Harrison Howard Cologne. I'm really proud that uh, I got that to play with when I partnered with these guys. And... Um, you could spray it a couple of times. It'll last you all day. And now it's not meant for everybody. Everyone's got their own chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. And I learned that a while ago. But uh, usually it's wherever the marketing goes is usually where it's going to be, uh, where people are going to wear that same thing. Or they got a compliment on it once. And they've stuck, they've with, stuck it with it forever. Yeah. You uh-huh. know, it's kind of that same concept. You know, especially if you're getting compliments from the women, you don't no, want straight to stop. Away. Yeah, exactly. But your taste buds change, so switch up your cologne game every seven years, I think it is. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I've never heard a recommendation on it. You heard it here first on the Whiskey Smokes. Yeah. Change your cologne. Change your cologne. Especially after cigars and whiskey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about uh, how you do cigars and, you know, when, I'm, when I come for a fitting, you know, how do, yeah. I, how do you make me feel comfortable? Because I've always been a person that has strayed away from custom suits because, yeah. you know, the stigma behind it. Like, it's for the rich and famous. Mm-hmm. It's for the guys that, you know, are, take themselves way too serious. Right. But I've noticed over time, you know, that's, those stigmas gone away from my personal experience. But mm-hmm. how do you calm a guy that has that feeling? Uh, once they meet me and they realize I'm super down to earth and super real, I'm more nonchalant than most. I'm just casual about it. Sometimes that's a gift and a curse, <laughs> uh, you know, depending on which law firm I'm in or something like that. But typically what happens is, is 
like I'm not a good cold caller. Right, let's talk about sales, right? Okay. So I'm not a good cold caller because my name is Saviz and or Sway, right? Mm. So when I'm calling, hey, yeah, this is Sway. I'm trying to, you know, da 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 da. It sounds like I'm on a radio show every time I'm making a cold call. Well, you preach to the choir. My yeah. name is Juwante. It's not exactly you, like it's a whole bunch of those guys in the world. You know exactly what yeah. I'm saying, right? So uh, my first impression in person is what I strive for, mm-hmm. is what uh, usually takes the cake. So once they meet me, they feel kind of, then they, you know, when somebody compliments me walking by, it's like, boom, hey, as majority of my clients are that route. You know, when mm-hmm. somebody compliments me, I'm like, hey, this is what I do for a living. Yeah. You know, I would love to help you out. The, the way that you just complimented me, I actually love that. It's not about, you know, the girls. It's not about the guys. Like When guys compliment your dress, it's kind of a different game. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, hey, that's, man, that's, that's great. I've made it. I've, you know, I've, yeah. I've successfully pulled it off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so do you guys talk about, like, for me, I would like to have someone Give me pointers because okay. a lot of times I try to do things myself and, you know, when you put yourself in it, that's your own set right. of biases right there. But how would you advise me to to up my game, you know, like with accessories, you know, with mm-hmm. overall dressing? Because I don't want to just always wear a suit. I may right. want to wear some jeans. Jeans and, I and a sport wear, coat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. You know? I love designing those. That's actually what I'd rather wear on the mo- on most of my occasions. You know, I actually changed to a suit just to come see you. I want you to know that. I was wearing a sport coat. Honored, man. Yeah, just just for you, you want to. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, essentially, what I, the way I meet with clients is, like, I ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. You know, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason, mm-hmm. especially us husbands out there. You right. know how to listen the, better than that. That's, yeah. that's right. So being keen on listening so I can be prescriptive. So I'm not going to sell something that somebody doesn't need. Okay. It's one thing I don't like to do. If I do that and then they have that buyer's remorse, then they'll- They'll never be back. They'll never be back. And they might never wear it. Like I want them to, I want it to be super practical in a sense to where it's not in the back of their closet. I want them wearing it because once they feel good and look good, they're going to get those compliments. And then obviously that's how I grow my business and how I might get referrals, right? So literally they're walking advertisement for you. They will be, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy. People pay me to model for me, (laughs) as you can (laughs) see my feet. I never thought of it like that. That's pretty clever. But they, but once they put the threads on, they don't miss the money. They okay. really don't. Once oh, they wow. put it on, they like don't even think think back about the money. They pay me. They pay their balance. So we do a half down. They pay the balance, and they're like, "Oh my goodness!" So that's also why it, make, it might be feel, feel more comfortable. We do do uh, a half down deposit. Okay. So they have that breathing room, and then it's almost it's a month so half and a half up front, half up on delivery, half up on when they take them home. Because okay. there might be some fine tuning that we might need to do. You could have Thanksgiving in between the appointments. Yeah, ate you too know, much turkey. Ate too much turkey. So man, we gotta let it out when we. Once you come in or something like that, um, you know, nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. It's a process. And once you're completely satisfied, you take your puppies home, then we'll collect the balance. And then I'll follow up with you in a few in a couple weeks, you know, see how how everything been going. Um, But for somebody to answer your question, for somebody like yourself, I would suggest, you know, whatever feels right. So, you know, we all have that favorite shirt, that favorite jacket, mm-hmm. that favorite thing that, you know, you got compliments in one time. When you put it on before you leave the house, you're just like, man, I look amazing. I'm going to kill it today. That's what I recommend you wear. <laughs> that's so, basically it. That's cool, man. And duplicate that. Here's the problem that I have with dressing. I go to a lot of events. I meet people. I have friends. Mm-hmm. I'm invited places. I have a problem with duplicating the same outfit. Okay. How would you coach me to get out of that? Because that's always like... 
he had that on last time. Yeah, and I yeah especially with the photos. And right, the, yeah. exactly. So he wears that shirt all the time. That's also why I don't post as often as I used to, um, just because of that same reason. But, for example, it's about the subtle staples first. Mm-hmm. So there's about a handful of sport coats that every man, gentleman needs to have. Uh, you know, you need your black, your gray, your navy, and then you need patterns of all of those different hues of those colors. Same thing with the suits. You need your no black suit unless it's a funeral, but uh, you need your navy and your charcoal. I'm uh, already behind the curve. Dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's in, in overseas, like in the UK, everyone has a black suit kind of regularly, black shoes. But over here, it's just not the case. It's not like the GQ of the US, right? So... Um, you know, you wear your navy and your charcoal. If you wear a suit daily, you need to get to a 10 suit rotation, especially if they're custom made. They're organic. So ten. they're organic. Fi- yeah. Get to a 10 suit. Rota- if you wear them every day. And you call that a perfect 10. No, I call other things a perfect 10. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but like if you get to a 10 rotation, basically every suit that you wear the next, you need to let it rest for 10 days, hanging on the right hanger. And it'll kind of unwrinkle itself and whatnot. Okay. So um, they're organic fibers. So they're not glue infused together okay. like ready-made off the racks, right? So they're organic fibers. They need to breathe. Mm-hmm. So don't keep them in a garment bag. Keep your cedar shoot, your cedar sacks mm-hmm. and, and blocks and whatnot. You can get at the container store within the closet. It'll absorb that moisture. And once you get to that rotation, you're just killing it. Every, every event that you're going to wear something to, it's going to be a subtle Subtle difference? Subtle difference. Okay. Because you're going to get another navy. Like, I have another couple of navy suits, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that power color, that first impression color that you need to wear. So I have, like, a different bigger window pane pattern than this. And then I have a solid shark skin as well. It's got a little sheen to it. So they, I can rotate that. I can wear every one of those same colored mm-hmm. suits every day in a row. But it, it looks like a completely different game, but it still makes the right first impression. So two things. I've always been a fan of power, power suit, power tie, power steering. You've heard that before. Yes, sure. power moves. Yeah, exactly. So how do you project power through clothing? I mean, if you think about it, it, it this is just my personal opinion, but there's psychology in colors. If you think about it. So let's think about McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Let's think about Taco Bell. Let's think about Burger King. Let's think about Raisin Cane's. Have you ever noticed the colors of all those logos? They're bright. They're the same colors. Yellow. Yellow, orange, it kind red. Of, and red, and yeah. it kind of entices hunger for some reason. Wow. I'm getting hungry just talking about so it. So you think that works for women too? You look, you wear a yellow tie. She's hungry for you. That's a good, that's a good idea. No, because <laughs> uh, I'll try that. and Get back to you. Okay, um, sounds good. Let I'm, me know. I'm chasing that perfect ten. Okay, ten piece. <laughs> no, but um, you got to think about um, the skin tones as well. So okay. we're what we call cools. And then you have your warms. Warms, they kind of get red when the sun hits them. We get darker, mm-hmm. right? So it's basically the gist of it. And so we look better with, like, your navies. And we can't wear – I can't wear, like, a green jacket. I can't okay. get away with that. You can't get away with that master's a jacket. A citrus color uh, jacket. But I can get re- get away with, like, a citrus shirt, but not an orange. I can get, like, a faded yellow, a sage, not a green. You know, it's a certain devil in the details, which I go over with the consultations, but there's psychology and colors. Navy is your power color. Okay. You can mix it up with a different shirt and tie, and it almost looks like a new suit, especially in photography. Okay. So for that game. Um, and then same thing with the charcoal. The, the younger you are, the more charcoal you need. It'll exude wisdom. Okay. It's kind of weird. Exude wisdom. Yeah. So is that the reverse effect if you wear, as you get older, if you wear too much charcoal? You're- well, the older you get, the more suits you already own, so you can start peacocking a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, boy. So 
Here's another thing I was wondering. Like, I'm a big guy, uh-huh. you know, and I've been trying to lose weight. And I talk about, I've talked about it on the last show. I've talked about it on this show. Would you advise me to buy two sets of trousers when I buy a suit just in case one runs up? That's, a, good, out, that's a great question. Actually, majority of my bigger clients, they actually recommend doing that. And I, I don't want to do that to get an extra sale or anything like that. But that specific fabric won't last forever. That's what's the difference about custom. They're very unique fabrics. So if we pick this fabric for a suit, we get it in production. Like, for example, we pick one of these. Okay, let's look at that. Yeah, so say we pick up one of these. These are mostly sport coat and blazer fabrics. There's some suit ones in the end right here. But if we pick this fabric, what have you, and then, you know, all of a sudden you want to get that second pair because you ripped it or something like that. By the way, our construction is hands down really put together well mm-hmm. that I haven't heard any problems with all my bigger clients since I partnered with Harrison Howard. Okay. But I had that experience in the past that I struggled with with my clients and I couldn't control it. So anyways, now I've worked with some of those same people and they're very grateful. And so the construction is half the battle. So I, I can't say anything about the companies out there. I'm not, sh- I don't have any experience except for with a couple of them, right? So the one I'm with now with that problem, it's kind of alleviated mm-hmm. unless you're out there breakdancing at the wedding. Uh, I'll recommend a specific fabric for that. But, uh, but yeah, that's a great question. A lot of clients, the bigger the clients, they actually buy a second pair of trousers with that suit just for safety because it does wear out more for sure. Okay. And yeah, I, I would recommend it if it's within budget. Okay. So I talk a lot about, you know, whiskey and cigars and in your market, mm-hmm. bespoke is everything. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every scotch you drink is bespoke. Every, every right. bourbon you drink is bespoke. Tell us about why, you know, when we come to you as a custom bespoke provider that I won't see this anywhere else. Everything is made for one person every time. Okay. So, yeah, I've actually just made, I was wearing a suit and uh, I was meeting with a client at the Houston Club recently and he said, I want you to make me that suit. <laughs> and, and Tell so, us about that suit. Yeah, so I, I should have wore that today. But okay. no, he, um, so I made it for him. We picked it out. That was a peak lapel. I made him a notch lapel. It's his first custom suit. I'm going to do it differently mm-hmm. for the first timers. I'm going to make it more subtle looking. Uh, so he's got it for his company Christmas parties that are coming up. So yeah, the season's coming. So give me a call really quick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got it for the. So it, it, we did different linings. We did different uh, threads in the in the l- lapel uh, buttonhole, the uh-huh. lapel button, and then we did um, you know different buttons completely. Like basically everything was different except for the f- the exterior fabric itself. So you take this bespoke thing to a whole nother level. I see you have like a iPad Pro yeah. here, yeah, and then you have so much fabric here on the table. So. Walk me through that. I mean, I see a gentleman on this picture, and then yeah. I see fabric in front of me, and wow. I'll show you basically the uh, the rundown of how it works. So while he's doing that, I'll pour another pour of whiskey. If you don't mind. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, so. The touch and the feel of your fabric is just amazing because I'm a big hands-on type of guy. Oh, yeah. Like, Most gentlemen are. If feels comfortable to me, I'm more apt to wear it than if it doesn't. If it doesn't feel comfortable to me, like... Uh, against the skin, then I'm not going to wear it. I've even, you know, when I was dating, a woman told me that depending on the shirt I wore, Mm -hmm. she wanted to get close to me or not. That's that's a good... You know, ever since I was told that, I felt that same way about every fabric that I approached. Yeah. You know, would this feel good if a woman put her head on my chest? I'm married now, but of course it worked out eventually. Yeah. You know, I always thought that. Now it's only what shirt she likes. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and we'll go bespoke. We'll go bespoke. I'll put put my head on your chest if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on while we refill our glass. You're listening to the Whiskey Smoke on Vinyl Draft Radio. 
The Whiskey Smoke with Yuante Curry, brought to you by El Cubano Cigars. Find your favorite smoke at El Cubano, 904 East Main Street, League City, Texas. Family owned and operated El Cubano, blended by Cubans, handmade in Texas. Smooth, like a nicely aged bourbon. For a second there, I was trying to open that bottle and I was making all kind of noise and I was <laughs> like, oh hell, this is gonna be bad. Nah, it's, it's good, it lets them know we're, uh, we're here drinking. <laughs> we're back to the whiskey smoke with Yuante Curry. There's very few sounds that are as cool out there as that, that, that pop. Yeah. On Vinyl Draft Radio. I like that. Hey everybody, welcome again to the Whiskey Smoke. Today we have Sauvise Taubai. He's talking about custom suits. He's the premier clothier here in Houston, Texas. Well, I see you have like a iPad Pro yeah. here. Yeah. And then you have so much fabric here on the table. So walk me through that. I mean, I'll show you basically the uh, the rundown of how it works. So, for example, I have this uh, fabric of this fabric folder by Dorme. I love Dorme. They're kind of like our creme de la creme, French-owned English mill, very well known in the industry. Um, and I just love what they do. So they're they're kind of like my most expensive stuff I usually carry on me okay. uh, when I meet with a client. I have more, but I, I usually keep it within the ballpark. So say, pick out your favorite fabric. You know, I want to do something different. I've never had a bright sport coat. So this baby blue here. Yeah. I'm not sure this baby oh, that's blue beautiful. looks baby blue. I want to try that. Can we put that up on the screen? Absolutely, sir. So what we're going to do is go down here. Boom. Wow. And we can even zoom in on that fabric. Wow. And so let's kind of trick it out. So let's... Um, yeah, make me look good. All right. So let's say we want to kind of make this more of a spring sport coat. Okay. Okay. So we'll do like some silver beveled. Or we could do is maybe do a, a ivory pearl. Something unique. I don't Something want to see unique. it every day. And what we could do here is kind of trick out the threads here a little bit. And then let's go back to the jacket. So see how it kind of changed the whole oh, game wow, up? it does. Can you change that pocket square too? You know? I can once we change the shirt. Digitally, okay. it's just kind of, we're not like super CGI, but but it, it gives That's the aesthetic impressive. value. I, mean, I get the idea of what it's going to look like mm-hmm. before I even decide And I never had that before I partnered with these guys. Okay. So um, what I love the most about it is that this is a part of the order form. Okay. So I have a PDF that I send every client with all the measurements, everything that we picked out, and you sign for it, not to sign your life away, but just signing that you agreed to these designs. And that of we, course you presented me a, a, a scotch or a bourbon, you know, to, to ease me on into the process, right? Well, usually that'll probably ease out my price the more scotch you give me. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's pick out a shirt now, right? Okay. So with a pattern jacket, I typically like to go Do a, a solid little, shirt? Typically, but, but this one you can play with a little bit more because the pattern is pretty subtle. I want to get out of my comfort zone. Let's do that. Okay, let's, so. Let's do something like uh, I want to go a little darker than the suit. Let's try uh, this guy here. All right, I'm on it. So those of you who are listening, we're going to be putting this up on YouTube, and you can follow us on YouTube at thewhiskeysmoke.com. But go ahead. Look at that. And look at that. Wow. That's beautiful. And it, it's it. Gave you the pocket square idea okay. by matching that same um, fabric. So what I'll do now is change the tie. I was going to change the tie. So the ties are just basically solids and whatnot. But here, what we'll do is we'll start over. I'll get the uh, imagery with the... Man, you ain't got a brother on that app? What? I actually do. It's cold-blooded. It's I, terrible. I actually do. You want to see him? Here he is. Boom. Oh, wow. Complete with the afro. <laughs> with I like the fro. it. It's like on young Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. That's yeah, a no first. Doubt. All right, cool. So let's get the brother ready. Let's go back to that fabric, door oh, wow. silk, door may. We're going to go right here. 
So that's me, like, you know, 20 years ago and 40 pounds lighter. Right. The only thing missing is sideburns, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to get the pork chops going. The pork chops. Oh, here, let's pick out that shirt that you liked again, and then we'll play with the linings. This is next level. I like it. Yeah, don't play yourself. Sway yourself. <laughs> Sway yourself. Oh, man, love the advertising. Shameless plug there. <laughs> I love the passion that you have behind your craft. You know, yeah. when someone is passionate about their craft, it exudes you know, in everything they do, when they're talking to you, when you meet them, when you shake their hands, when you when you leave them, they leave an impression on you. And I love the fact that, you know, when you meet someone who's passionate about what they do, you see it, it transcends the person, and then it becomes infectious. Man, that's like the best compliment I've had in a long time. I really wish uh, you could write that down and call my wife and have her tell me that in the morning. <laughs> okay, well, you can replay this and say, hey, baby, say what he said. No, it's got to be not my idea. You know how it is. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's pick out the lining to the jacket now. This is where the fun gets a little bit more creative. Now, that's for you oh, right there. Man, look at that. That the is bad as... Let's pick that one. Yeah, let's do that. For those of you listening, I'm geeking out because I've never seen uh, such stuff like this. This is the ultimate in customization. So now the lining for the jacket is, you know, whiskey smoke appropriate. It is a navy lining with nothing but cigar cutter cigars. Uh, I'm getting kind of thirsty again, if you don't mind. So dealer's choice. I would would actually recommend you with uh, the Alexander Murray and Company's uh, Glamouray. 2002. So I'll let you get me pouring it. There you go. Go Go for it. And now. There's no fun in whiskey if you're not sharing. That is true. You know what I love that I'd recommend? uh, It's kind of in the ballpark of Monkey Shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I introduce it to so many people. They only have two size bottles. And it's an interesting shape. So it's a challenge to put at a venue of okay. some sort. It's called the dimple pinch. Have you ever heard of oh, that one? Yeah, I've got a, a aged dimple pinch. Yo, do you yeah. have an aged? Yeah, definitely. We, we brought out a 1940 bottle of dimple pinch. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. and is it is it resting in peace already? Oh yeah, it's, it's gone. It's gone. He it's, gone. It's history. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's unfortunate. Um, I've had several bottles of that. That's basically my house scotch at the minimum. Okay. Uh, it's the one I don't mind sharing like crazy. I want to empty that thing. You so know? man, we need to get together because I love having vintage whiskey tasting. Okay. You know, and people bring out old stuff and it's older than you Kind of like a collaboration you know? of... Right. It's like a bottle share. But a bottle share. What's that? Was, yeah, uh, when everybody brings their own potluck. Yeah. Like, like a like scotch potluck. luck. for whiskey. Scott luck, yeah. Oh scotch man. Luck, yeah. Uh, that's copyrighted trademark. You heard uh, it here first. Sweet <laughs> so Life Whiskey Smoke. Mm-hmm. You've provided a liner here with cigars and cutters and lighters and I've never seen anything like that and that's right up my alley. I would actually wear that jacket to anywhere I was having a whiskey smoke. Yeah, and then I'll have a cigar pocket in both sides of your interior. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the reason why I am passionate about it so much, it really did change my life. You know, I'm the best I've ever dressed leaving the house. I got to come home sooner. (laughs) um, uh, If looks could kill. If looks could kill. I I just love it. It's just... It build my confidence up. Then I started worrying about my uh, physical appearance. I'm working out better. I'm eating healthier. The I Battle d- of the Bulls is something serious. Many men don't talk about it, but it's a constant struggle every day. You drink something, and then you eat something, and then there's several pounds to gain and several pounds to lose. Mm-hmm. And that confidence thing that you provide with these clothes are just amazing. Right. I mean, 90% of my clients, they're not in the best physical shape. They all have a bulge. But once they can button it properly and the, the jacket just falls on them perfectly, it changes their life. And that's why I do what I do. I'm always passionate about helping people. I'll give my last dollar 
to help somebody when I'm the one who needs it the most. You know what I mean? And it's a gift and a curse to have that that personality. Oh, I'm sure. Selflessness is amazing, but you're always blessed for continuing to be selfless, you know. Because I always give my last dollar. My Opportunity life. never <laughs> never stops for those who are genuine. I truly believe that. And the feeling is completely mutual. I well, thank you. Now, also, we can make custom ones. If you see on my feed, I made an Astros jacket for one of my good clients and friends. He, he's a big fan, season ticket holder for forever. Mm-hmm. And what we did is we did um, both the current logo and the old logo. Okay. And so like a homage to the to the throwback. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically a, a row of each, back to back. And uh, we did an orange bamboo jacket, and the blue, the the Bagwell blue, or what you call it, mm-hmm. Bigel blue, and for the lapel thread, we did crimson orange buttons, and it was just um, he he loves it. He yeah. loves it. Needless to say, but he keeps losing weight because he's getting in shape. So I gotta, I gotta alter everything, and I love that. Congratulations, sir! But also, uh, let's make some new stuff, please. Let's cheers, <laughs> cheers, cheers to the gentleman losing weight. That's I right. mean, hey, you know, yeah, he's competing. Cheers to that, clink clink. All right, cool. So, so let's pick out that shirt that you like. And I like how you've you've moved it on to the next gentleman, you know, and Same. you put some jeans on him. The previous guy had on yeah, slacks. because you're wearing jeans today, sir. So yeah, I was well, thank you. Up. you. Yeah. <laughs> So that's basically the process, right? We pick out the fabrics for each little item and then the, the contrasting threads to match. And I usually have my, my folder of threads and buttons so you can actually see what they really look like in real life. Um, and then, you know, I'll throw the measuring tape around them if we haven't had their pattern made yet. Mm-hmm. And once uh, we do that, about six weeks later, we'll make a follow-up fitting with the garments in hand. So we've talked about a lot of stuff since you've been on here. Mm-hmm. We've You've shown us pictures and things like that. But just like whiskey and cigars, there's a versatility to everyone's preference. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that when you presented the pictures, there were pictures that showed, you know, the guy with a sport coat on and the same sport coat on right. with a pair of jeans and the sport coat on with a pair of slacks. Now, there's a difference in belts. Now, is there a standard for, you know, picking a particular belt with a particular pair of shoes? I would say so. Okay, I would let's say hear so. It. It's got to be the exact same leather. Well, I have on a pair of blue suede shoes. Yeah. I couldn't find a blue suede belt. It's because you got to get one made. Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I, I mean, I can help you with that referral for okay. sure, but uh, it's not something I'm an expert in. But we do do custom shoes, and the key is, you know, people look down and then up. So I actually make a lot of my suits with pull tabs without the belt loops just to avoid having to have the right belt, you know. But all my So suspenders? No, no, just the pull tabs. I'll show you. So what I mean by pull tabs. Oh, wow, tabs, look at that. That is very custom. I've never seen anything yeah, like that. No, yeah, no belts so, at all. So I and see I you got rid of the pleats. And I actually make my pockets in the front. Oh, no no pleats. No pleats. No. That's the European style. I see it. No, no pleats uh, No pleats if I can help it. Okay. You, the only person I make pleats for are somebody who just refuses to update, and they're just too big to not have them. Okay. That's the only people I make them for. So no more pleats, please. So let's talk about something that's completely, you know, just like different. We're sitting here, and some of my listeners would be intimidated. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to reach someone who's who would be intimidated with this entire process. Well, I mean, uh, I'll just speak to them from the person I used to be when I was intimidated by the process. Uh, you know, I'm a Libra to its core. You Cheers know, for being Libras. Libra life. Nice too. Libra well, life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy belated. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a Libra too. Oh, yeah. oh cheers. Oh, that's why we get along so that's well. That's why yeah. we get along. <laughs> and we're masters of none. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I really put myself in that person's 
predicament shoes. That's why I'm pretty decent at marketing. I see it from the end user's point of view. So I empathize mm -hmm. with everyone and I feel their pain. I'm an empath for sure. So so I would just come to them at that level. It's like, hey, look, I'll work with you. You know, maybe we can work out a payment plan. I'm the only person that charges them individually, invoices them individually. We have to meet in person for me to charge you every time. Okay. Banks in UK can't save anything. So I work with everyone. It's like, hey, let's just talk about it. Uh, whenever you're getting closer to pulling the trigger, so we don't waste anybody's time, let's definitely meet in person and let's get it together. So, I mean, it's an investment. You know, it's like that. It's more than a savings account with the 0.01%. Mm -hmm. It is investing in yourself. So, plan ahead. Pace yourself to at least once a year first to get a suit made. Mm -hmm. Minimum, once a year, get a suit made for yourself, custom made. And then when you start kind of escalating, so when, I swear when you get that one suit, whatever position you're in, you're going to excel at it just from that that impression that you give to people. Mm -hmm. And two people with the same exact skill set, same personalities, one of them is fit properly and fitted to where they care about their impressions and how they're going to represent that firm or that company, they're going to excel a little bit more than the twin who has a, you know, a mismatch in belt with shoes and, you know, that tie that's too wide for the body or what have you. It's just every little detail does matter. And people who pay attention to that are going to notice that. I've always heard that a suit never answers to a pair of jeans. So, you know, I, I like the fact that you're emboldening people to you know, to step out of their comfort mm -hmm. zone and, and try something that they wouldn't normally try. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, I just think it empowers people, mm -hmm. you know, to dress well. It empowers people to drive well. Mm -hmm. It empowers people to do something that they do well. Mm -hmm. uh, you said it better than me. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> what slogan would you recommend for me in my lapel? Oh, man. The first thing that comes to mind is whiskey made me do it, but I just couldn't put that, that on the That is actually suit. amazing. Wow. Please do that. Whiskey made me do it. Okay, we'll do one that says whiskey. And then, I don't know if you can see the camera. Can I get in front of this one? Yeah, go for it. To answer your question about doing whiskey made me do it. For those of you who can't see what he says. I'll allow it. His <laughs> lapel says, I'll allow it under the back. You got it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> the fun thing about drinking and hanging out with people is that you meet unique people when you're drinking and, mm -hmm. and, and smoking and, and you're out mingling with people. I tell people all the time, get outside. And when I say get outside, go outside. You never know who you're going to meet. Mm -hmm. I mean, you try new things, you go new places, and you lay your inhibitions at the door. Mm -hmm. Once you walk in, you just enjoy yourself and know that every moment you're spending in here, is a part of history that you'll never get back again. That's right. You know, every cigar that you drink, I mean, I'm just, wow, look at that. I've been drinking. Every cigar <laughs> that you smoke. I just caught that. Yeah. Hey, hey, every cigar that you smoke, that's a piece of history that will never exist that's again. That's right. You and I are drinking here. Cheers. Cheers, man. This whiskey will never exist again. You're right. It's an honor for me to share it with you. Hey, I am honored, and I'm very appreciative. Thank you for inviting me. And same goes with that, well, what you were going at. Like I tell my kids, the first and last thing that everyone should see on their face every time they're seen is their smile. Wow, so I love that. Isn't that good? Yeah, I'm going to have to steal that. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> that slogan is just infectious. You know, hey, hey man. Cheers. I, I had a great time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Before we close, I'd like to give a shout out to Rosie Tice Turner. She was the first person who ever clicked on the link for Buy Me a Drink. Mm. And Rosie recommended that I try, you know, a Buffalo Trace product. She didn't say which one, but she said try Buffalo Trace product. I actually have two here today. I have Buffalo Trace the actual Buffalo Trace, and I have Willow Special Reserve. I'd like to say thank you, Rosie, for buying me a drink, 
For those of you who don't know, go to the website, buy me a drink, and I'll give you a shout out on the website as well as on here as well. Thanks again for Sway for coming through and giving us an education on the gentlemanly process of buying a suits and drinking some great scotch with me. And until next time, whiskey, cigars, and good company. I'll out. <laughs> Tune in for new episodes every Wednesday at 8 on Vinyl Draft Radio. Follow us on Instagram and stop by thewhiskeysmoke.com to learn more. The Whiskey Smoke is a Vinyl Draft Radio production. The Whiskey Smoke with Yuante Curry is brought to you by El Cubano Cigars, League City, 